back later than ever. Hey, yeah, how about that? We knew we would eventually, but it's been a bit of a hectic few weeks. Yep, life's been happening. As it tends to on occasion, and only when it's inconvenient. (laughs) But uh, so today's episode, we had this wacky idea, you know, power rankings in sports. Like, why aren't we doing a power rankings of publishers that could be like updated over time? Right. In response to like how they're doing, how many loot boxes they're publishing or removing, et cetera. cetera. What's the quality of those loot boxes? How much do I have to pay for them? (laughs) Absolutely. I think it's also a good time to do it, especially right after um, E3. So like the E3 conference really kind of factors into like you could consider this if we're going to go with like sports sort of analogies, because I feel like that's what this is, is uh, like. E3 is going to be kind of like the preseason rankings. So like what are our, what are prospects? What are, you know, what's going on so far and what's the past, uh, what's their past history been like with their current, uh, their current systems, everything going out. So yeah. now's a good time to do it. And then we could readdress it like after the holiday season, like probably after smash is released in December and then kind of come back to it and look at it and say, okay, how right were we, you know? Yeah. And it'll, it'll be updating. Right. Yeah. So it's not set in stone. Um, we're just going to have to fill this in and then read it once we actually finish. But um, I think we're going to probably pop all over the place. It's not going to be one through fifteen. We have fifteen developers here. Yep. You want to you want to read them off? All right. Ubisoft, Bethesda, Microsoft, Activision, Naughty Dog, CD Projekt Red, Nintendo, Bungie, EA, Epic, Digital Extreme, Sony, Blizzard, From, and Evolver. Yep. Uh, from Bandai Namco, like from software, for everybody who doesn't know what that is off the top of their heads, that is uh, Dark Souls. So, um, but they're such a contender, it's it's got to be talked about. Um, if any of our, you know, plethora wide hordes of listeners think we should have included a publisher that we did not, um, let us know in our email. Uh, otherwise, you know, you can go to hell. <laughs> Contact late to the party podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. So I would say like, let's just fill in what's like easiest to get first. And I would say that's Epic at number one. You think you're going to put Epic at number one? Yeah. And this isn't like my personal. So this isn't like my personal ranking in that it's like my favorite games or the games I'm most hyped about. It's just like who I think is doing the best job. And I think Epic they have the biggest game in the world right now, and their development speed is ludicrous. It is unparalleled, and they are not afraid to go fast and really push what they're doing. See, Epic Epic hits for, like, a solid number two for me because, like, I totally 100% agree with you on that. Um, and they've done a lot of really good games in the past, too. Like, I'm pretty positive Epic had a lot to do with the Gears of War series, which I liked a lot for a while. Um, but... At the same time, my number one has to go to Nintendo because I think that the Switch is like, whereas Fortnite is a huge, huge deal. Like, even if I don't particularly like it, I recognize the cultural validity of it. I think Nintendo is just not only appeasing and entertaining like a multitude of people who have loved them for years, but they've basically changed the game. Like as far as console play goes, where they've made something that even if you, it doesn't matter what console or anything you have, everybody kind of wants to switch, which is like, Very that's true. a, that's a big deal. 
So it's a really big deal. Yep. People who have consoles or who have PCs want switches. Exactly. It's like even if you transcends that. And so I have to give my like top publisher to Nintendo because not only are they putting out games and making it like ports for games that are stupidly good and awesome. Like they, they decided to port Skyrim to the switch like Bethesda and Nintendo were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. They're doing cross platform uh, Minecraft. They're doing all these different, like they're, they're doing cross platform Fortnite. They're probably going to do with Warframe, like all these crazy things. And so I have to give it to Nintendo for like making the most accessible and, you know, game changing peripheral thing there is. Right. I love it. I agree with everything you're saying for me, they're at three right now. And excuse me, like a year ago, I think they would have been at like one or two. Um, Especially with like Zelda and Mario. I think right now it's just like a cooler moment for them. And I think they'll probably bump up with smash, but I think just like, for me right now with smash coming down that's a plus but they didn't have a lot else to show yeah hints hints at pokemon but pokemon that's coming down the road so for me right now they're like at three but it's very solid um that being said that would make my number two slot i'm going with ubisoft actually yeah that's it's funny that like i feel like all like we kind of like just mixed up our tops because ubisoft is three for me ah that's outrageous good like and I like Ubisoft and <clears throat> Ubisoft is entirely winning, uh, like right now as far as um, like just uh, developers go because we're this is a developer less so than a publisher a massive like corporation, but I think Ubisoft is killing it not because their their games are really like these stellar groundbreaking incredible games but they're so dedicated to their community and to if they put out something they're gonna like keep tinkering with it constantly and. And then again, they're also putting out stuff and restructuring games that people like. And they're all, you know what, let's do this thing. And they just keep kind of pushing the envelope and trying to make it newer and better. Yeah, unbelievable dedicated support. It's literally saved some games for them. I think it's like pro-consumer. They're Yeah, like you said, they're coming out with more games than they are actually trying to evolve them, even if it isn't going to be mind-blowing. But like, honestly, like, what could we do to Assassin's Creed that would completely change it? I don't know if I want that. I mean, the only, like, I think, I think the new Assassin's Creed is going to be potentially, like, completely different. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see what they decide to do with it. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled about it. Um, hmm, This is where it's going to be tough, and I think we need to kind of just, like, hash this out, and it may move around. Like, kind of just, kind of jump around and kind of put things where you think they should go. I think there's a very fair... Um, contender for the bottom spot right now that we need to throw down there and just kind of get it out of the way, at least for me. Um, I'm going to put EA at the bottom. I'm with you. Because I still think that EA, they they should have learned all these lessons over this past, like, past couple years, and they seem to be kind of in that corporate stance where they they know and they're very aware of the fact that they can just look at everybody and say you know what screw you we are a billion dollar corporation we don't really care like they've been voted worst corporation in america two years in a row which is insane when you consider they're a video game corporation right and we've got corporations that are horrifyingly worse in so many ways but like that's a pretty big deal is that they're they're continually winning that so very anti-consumer they haven't responded to loot boxes until like people absolutely flipped out 
we waited years and years and years for any Star Wars game. They've literally killed a few story Star Wars games. They completely butchered Battlefront. Mm-hmm. They're at E3. They were touting like, oh yeah, we don't have any loot boxes in any of these games. And then they completely glossed over the fact that every single one of their sports games makes them the most money off of loot boxes with card packs. Yep. The one redeeming for me is like FIFA is genuinely good. I do think that development team really cares about their product. Um, But yeah, outside that, like GVA. I think I think it's gonna burn them. Like I think this, you know, goodwill's run out, and I think this is gonna backfire on. It's just, this is I, not sustainable. They're making money now. They have been making money, but it's gonna really jam up their machine. Yep, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see what um what happens with Anthem because I think Anthem is gonna be really indicative of like people's approach to EA and whether or not they think that it's still a, like a good company and worth investing in. Because if Anthem just completely tanks, then you that's a pretty strong indicator when a AAA game that everybody looks at and says, hey, Iron Man game, I'm not going to buy that because it's EA. That's like, yeah, yikes. You know, you should really kind of view and reassess how you approach uh, both producing your product and how you market the product. Yeah, so true. Um... All right. Back to this list. Okay, I'm going to throw one on. I'm, I'm going to, like, just throw this into a loose spot, and I kind of expect you to disagree with me, but I think that Sony belongs kind of far in the bottom right now. Yeah, I think they're coasting, and I think they're okay with that. I, I think they're not only coasting, but I think currently, and especially because we're focusing on, like, power rankings and how each, um, each publisher, developer, everything is doing uh, in the overarching, you know, industry... Sony is really, really heavily, heavily avoiding letting this cross-platform play happen. And I'm not telling, I'm not saying that's a bad idea for them because like they don't, they don't really need to do that. That's not a bargaining chip they need to worry about because they're killing everybody in sales for now. Um, We'll talk about Microsoft in a little bit here, but like their, their complete inability to even address it positively like with the whole Fortnite crisis with the fact that um, people are currently asking like, okay, what's going on with, uh, is there going to be cross play with fallout 76 and Todd Howard even said, I don't know. Sony, Sony won't talk to us about it. Like there's a lot going on that Sony won't even address. And I don't know. It kind of worries me. It kind of upsets me and it makes me look at them like, you know, they're kind of doing that corporation route. Right. And this is just like EA. I truly, truly believe ethical business pays off in the long run. Yep. Unquestionably, like way more. And pro, con- pro consumer is always better. Pro consumer is always better because like, yeah, you may be making money now, but what about five years from now? Exactly. Like you should take care of your customer and maybe sacrifice a little bit just to keep like, if you keep your consumer base happy, people will love you for it. Like I, Sony and their PlayStation crowd, um, most people completely crapped on the PS3 when it came out the first time and it was very poorly sold, but there was a diehard following that went with it because they went, I grew up playing PlayStation. I want one of these, you know, and I think there's a lot of value to that. And well, that's the platform that built like the momentum for the PS4 to crush. Right. And that's going to carry over into the next generation too. Yep. Um, For me, then I'm going to fill in 14 Activision same story 
Yep. Money grabs. They're really pushing the money. I'm really worried about what they've done with uh, BioWare, which we've covered previously on the podcast. I'm really worried about Anthem. I'm encouraged that isn't isn't EA isn't BioWare an EA? Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I Activision publishing them. And see, yeah. that's the thing with me and Activision is I, I I had to throw them on there because I Activision is closely allied with Bungie and Destiny right now and Call of Duty. That's what I meant. Okay, yeah. yeah. Bungie. Yeah. <laughs> Activision's, you know, I think one of the main reasons the Eververse exists. I've oh, it, never it ever- even, like, other than getting the free stuff from the Eververse, I've literally never looked at it. I never even look at the store. It's a joke. Yep. Yeah, I've I've that, never yeah. looked at the I've never looked at the prices for silver or anything like that. I'm aware of how Eververse works and I hate it. Uh, it's the one thing you can say about it is it's slightly improved. Like and Destiny and I and I sailed that with a grain of salt because there is no way that Destiny in any real shape or form has honestly improved over the last couple of years now, simply because they refuse to address the fact that they got rid of everything that made uh, Destiny One great. Um, it's yeah, like they're it's still really st- bizarre. They're they like, scram- like a sequel to Vanilla Destiny One. Yep, and they're they're like scrambling to get everything that was in Destiny One back into Destiny Two, or and it's just that's what Forsaken is. It's a forty dollar pass to try and get back the way you liked to play Destiny. Well, and it's even a then, seventy dollar pass because you get two uh, tiny yeah. pathetic DLCs just to get into that. Yeah, if you haven't bought, that is true. I you know I try not to think about the well. In some ways, Trevor, you could say that it's eighty bucks for me because I dropped forty to um, pre-order it, and I got those two DLC packs, and that's all I got. So, be glad you're only getting it for seventy. Jeez, that's yep. pathetic. So, yeah, just thank you for reminding me on that one. Bungie's going in the fourteen spot for me. Uh, yeah. I'm a little, little mad about that. Well, I put I put Bungie at thirteen myself, just because the Forsaken info is possibly encouraging i'm gonna leave bungie at 14 because i think that right now and i've said it before i've dropped the line on my you know a few times that bungie has an attitude with their player base very much like dance you idiots dance um like because they know that they can kind of really do anything they want and people are still going to gobble destiny up simply because of what it is and how much time we've already put in it in the first place um and they do it in a way that is very, again, like to refocus on it, a really kind of heavily sell that we're talking about consumer friendliness. Bungie's approach to releasing content for players is not consumer friendly. It's very, very patronizing. And I'm pretty tired of it, which is why I'm playing other loot shooters, which I'm sure we will talk about in this episode. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm not happy with Bungie at the moment, and I'm perfectly fine with leaving them way down at the bottom there. Yeah, it's pathetic. Um, let's see. Who else? Let's see. I'm going to throw... Oh, wait. Here, let me yellow out them right there. I'm going to throw a CD Projekt Red in at a solid five. Uh, I think a four spot for them works for me. Yeah, they're... <laughs> they're hot yeah and i think they're only like it's gonna be a little bit kind of toned down for a little while because it's gonna we're not gonna see um cyberpunk for a while um that that is to say uh 
I'm sure that it's we're I'm sure we're not seeing the last of The Witcher. Uh, I know that they have a TV series currently in the works for The Witcher. Um, but like the simple the simple hype that they managed to generate when they literally only do like one game at a time, you have to you have to put CD Projekt up there. Like they're too good to ignore. Absolutely. Trying to fill in some next ones. Um, just kind of spitballing right now. Um, so tell me about like where's Devolver right now? Like you were telling me before. Devolver's in like this Devolver's in like this super fascinating spot and I honestly think like of all of the publishers that we've got on here, all the developers we've got on here, Devolver and From are kind of like these two weird companies to include because Devolver and From both do very, very specific things. Um and I think the specific things that they do is Devolver, like I was explaining, and I'm going to show you when I bring my switch out uh when I come visit you pretty soon here. Um, Devolver is masterful at creating games that are just a hell of a lot of fun to play. They're cheap and they are really, really dedicated to like retro style kind of video games. Um, which for me, I think is so rare in the current industry is you, you don't really see that a lot. The only other company that's really doing a ton of that is ironically Bethesda through their id software, um, games that they do like Wolfenstein and doom. But it, it's just such a such a fun company and the way that they're very tongue-in-cheek about the the existence of the industry for instance if you've ever watched or if you watched their conference during e3 they just make fun of the entire process they're basically just like triple a games are kind of a joke and we're just going to focus on like up-and-coming indie developers and new ideas and just talk about they they're, they just focus on kind of fun old school video games and I thought that they should be included, even though they're a little bit different from everything else on here. So maybe like a solid eight. Like, what do they have coming out? Um, I think coming out pretty soon here. I, uh, they've got a game. It's like my friend Pedro, I think is what it's called. And what you do is you you uh, play as a um, a banana that controls like bodies. And you have the ability, like you run through different like 2D stages. And the idea is that you... Um, point your machine pistols and you can independently point them and then do flips and spins and stuff. And you get style points depending on how stylishly you take out all of the enemies in the level that you're in. Um, wow. And it looks, crazy. it looks hilariously cool. I'll, I'll send you a video of it later. Um, they've got that. They've, uh, they've got a lot of other kind of very indie one shot roguelike games that, have, that are coming out pretty soon here. They're just a steadily publishing company that just keeps keeps pumping out stuff that people are like, yep, I'll spend 10 bucks on that and have a fun for a while, which is what I'm into. I like that there's a developer that still does stuff like that. So for us, maybe just like a solid eight. Yeah, I think so. I think they're like middle pack. They're nothing, um, nothing too crazy, uh, but they are definitely, uh, they're definitely killing it at what they do anyway. So um, the developer, well, publisher, I would put, one spot ahead of Sony is Microsoft, and I would consider yep. that a miracle. I'd say they're really pushing, they are pushing the software on the Xbox One. They're pushing the hardware on their consoles. They've made at least 
good promising steps to acquiring more studios. It's like they get what's going on. They're doing cross-play. They get what, what consumers want. So I, for me, they've actually moved up, you know, like if we had done this like a year ago, they would have been like 14. Yep. So for them to be at 11 ahead of Sony, I think is a great accomplishment. And you could make the argument that they're only doing this, this stuff now because they're suffering. Like the, you know, they're, they're just getting killed and that's probably a fair argument, but at the same time, it's like, you have to respect a company that is willing to do that. Say yeah, this is where we're this is where we're falling, and we need to kind of make a couple concessions here to actually kind of gain some ground to, to regain some uh, favor in our in our consumer. So, props to them for hustling. Um, so we threw. Uh, you want to talk about the one we threw in number five? Yeah, digital extremes. Yeah, con just happened. We're new Warframe players. They're really pushing themselves. They're doing a great job. Um. Yeah, holy smokes. I think this Planes of Eidolon was almost like the beta for Fortuna um, and moving forward. And I think this is the update that's putting Warframe on like the general populace's mind, like on the map for media. Like I was just listening to the Giant Bombcast. A couple of those guys have literally downloaded the game because Tenokan did so well. So... That's um, part of the reason I why I, I, uh, I've talked to a couple friends of mine. I've convinced a coworker of mine who plays video games to uh, send him a video and convinced him to start playing Warframe and stop playing Destiny, um, which that is, a, that is a conversation we're going to have to do uh, later on. Definitely discuss it because that's kind of all over the place right now is, is Destiny dying out or did another game, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, just completely kill it into the dirt? Uh, so we'll have well, to discuss we'll that. I think they're going to suffer. They're, like a lot of people are going to bounce off of it because like that barrier to entry is so high and complicated, yep. but I think they're going to gain a lot more like loyal. I think a hardcore community is going to really heavily develop in Warframe and it's going to get way more entrenched in that than it'll ever get entrenched in similar shooters. Well, it's because they're being treated with respect and like yep. they earn what they worked towards. Right. It's a game that literally like if you are the type of person who will obsessively grind something, Warframe is the game that says, don't worry, I've got some of that for you. Let me show you my wares. Absolutely. Um, I'm switching my, up my six to match yours. Bethesda. They got a lot of games coming out. Yep. They're I got also pushing Bethesda it. because they've got a lot of games coming out. They're really interestingly trying new things uh, by focusing on, they're, they're releasing a lot of mobile games, um, which I think is fascinating that they're del- like diving so deeply into that. Um they're trying multiplayer for the first time ever. Um, they're they're completely killing it with their like additional games that aren't you know the the Elder Scrolls or Fallout, which I know is kind of what everybody always thinks about it. But um, Doom was an incredible game, and there's another one coming out for that. Uh, Wolfenstein One and Two are both some of the most like vicious fun I've had in a game in a long time. Um, you can't ever talk about like first person stealth games without talking about dishonored, which is just incredible. And I'm sure we'll see a dishonored three in the future. Uh, They're just doing a great job. And again, a studio that's devoted and understands their fans and completely is making things like saying, you know what you guys like fallout. What if we did it with like everybody playing all together? They're, they're very well liked. And I think they're a very strong uh, company and I don't think they're ever going to go anywhere. 
That's incredible. Um, talk to me about Blizzard. You've got Blizzard next, but I feel like, yeah, they've got Overwatch and they're killing it with that, but they don't really have anything crazy baking in the oven right now. Well, and that's and that's part of the reason why I got to throw Blizzard on there and include Blizzard because not only does Blizzard have um, Overwatch, they are doing really well with Hearthstone, which is a game that people play extremely regularly. Uh, they've got a pretty successful MOBA, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, that's that's going on. Um, they are. Oh, fair enough. Yep, they're they're doing really well with three core games. Uh, in addition to the fact that they uh, have developed uh, what's what's the their client battle.net battle.net is a oh, game client that um bungie uses for destiny 2 which is very popular on the pc so like i gotta give it to blizzard because blizzard is a gaming company that i think they they develop their their games they sell them hard and then you already said overwatch like yes they do just have overwatch but their dedication to that community is incredible like yes. that, you cannot deny that Overwatch is still probably one of the most relevant competitive games in the world, if not the most relevant competitive game in the world. So I, I really have to give it to them. I think they deserve that one. Um, you put, uh, you had Naughty Dog up higher. What, uh, what, what, what were you thinking about that on that one? I'm, I'm trying to like merge our lists basically. Yeah. <laughs> Like kind of um, keep them keep them about the same. Um, I think, yeah, I think Naughty Dog looked great coming out of E three. Um, we just know Last of Us two is going to be so good. Yeah, and and I I give Naughty Dog all the credit in the world for how good they make their games and how they they are a loving testament to what it means to create like a an engrossing single player experience. Um, but at the same time, I'd say you can even throw Naughty Dog under the bus a little bit, almost in the same way that you could throw, um, you know, game like a publisher like From, which we'll talk about in a second, is they don't really, they're kind of a one trick pony. They don't do a lot else anymore. And I'd, I'd love to see Naughty Dog uh, go back to making things like Crash Bandicoot. Like, give me, like, go do something else cool. Take all that incredible vertical world building that you're able to do with both uh, Uncharted and you did with Crash Bandicoot and you've done with, with uh, Jack and Daxter and give us something new. Like, give me, give me something fresh is kind of my attitude towards Naughty Dog right now. Well, I think, I think this is like a magnum opus. I think some people complain that the Uncharted series went on too long, but honestly, like, it was them perfecting their formula. Right. Which, like, I can understand if you don't want to play that. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I think that this is them perfecting Last of Us, and I think they're going to come into the next generation with a new IP. Oh, I'm I'm stoked to play Last of Us too. Don't misunderstand me there. Like I am going to play the hell out of that game. That is going to be one that I I pick up becomes a mainliner that I just sit there and like whenever I've got free time, I'm just just rocking that. But um, oh, so while we're on the subject of the Uncharted games, did you read the any of the articles the other day that talked about um, how? Nathan Drake was able to take so many shots and he had so much health when you play Uncharted. Because he's actually not getting hit. It's yeah, like... I had never, I had no idea that was the mechanic. I can't, so it's like legitimately that. And it, and I, and it almost makes me want to go back and play through them again. Oh my just, gosh, yes. Just so I can sit there and go, holy cow, he is ducking his way out of every shot and he is it not really dying. Is. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's incredible. Very um, Indiana Jones, I dig it. So, and then we have From Software. 
remaster of um, Dark Souls has been a big success. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne is really good. The whole Dark Souls Souls series is huge. They yep, got new. Try to convince you to get into it. Sekiro uh-huh. Shadow Die Shadows Die Twice. They're really pushing themselves. Yep. It's going to be a very from game, yep. but it's different. It's not a Souls game. Um, it has, I think, some blood relations with Souls, maybe a distant cousin, but it is, it is definitely new, and I am pumped for it. I'm like, yes, something fresh. Let's do it. And how cool is that? Where it's like they've they've done Dark Souls so well, and they've done it three times, but they're not just sticking with that. Right. All right. So. so... We have a list, but I feel like we need to shuffle it a little bit. I think we need to merge it. I think this is one of the cases where we do need a late to the party official power ranking. Okay. Um, we can use my column for the doc that we're working off of. Like LTTP's rankings. There we go. So let's I, just I think you make a strong point. We should leave Epic at number one. Okay. I, I mean, I think they're just so on fire and so huge. I agree yep. with everything you're saying with Nintendo. I guess I just maintain that, like, we're just looking at Smash Bros. this year. Yep. And other than, like, as a big title, I think but, they're yeah. poised to stay up there or even move up in the next 12 to 18 months. I literally just put Nintendo at my top spot. It isn't even really on the strength of their um, their catalog. It's on the strength of what they've created in the system they have. It's yeah. like, I'm entirely banking on how good the Switch is and how popular it is. Right. Ubisoft at third. They've completely reformed themselves. They have incredible consumer-friendly practices. They're poised to have some massive hits coming out in the next year. Yep. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is unobjectively, or like, you know, just completely one of my most hyped for this fall. I think it's going to be awesome. Well, and look at the Division 2. They've promised yep. upfront one year free updates. That's really cool. That's Crazy. big time, especially on a uh, persistent game like uh, Looter. Yep. And it's going to be in DC. I love DC. What a great city. That's going to be cool. Oh, that is true. That's going to be pretty neat. Um, Past that, we got CD Projekt Red. I'll admit it, pure hype. Like, yep. but I'm playing The Witcher Three right now. I'm still still playing Blood and Wine. They're so good. I'm so excited for Cyberpunk. Yeah, dude, it's it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a great, great game. And I think they've. I don't think we're just putting them at four. I think they've earned fourth, based on the fact that they gave a behind closed doors demo that blew people's minds so much that again, you have there. to give them credit for like. If you look at like equivalent uh, companies, we put From and Naughty Dog that kind of do one or two things down there. CD Projekt Red is a good five spaces higher and ranking with companies that are making the most popular games in existence. And they've only done one or two. No, they've only done one game, and that's The Witcher. Yeah, it's obscene. You got to give them credit. Um, I'm a little bit, so I'm doubting our ranking of digital extremes. I might... What do you think about bumping it down a spot and putting Bethesda above it? Just because Digital Extreme is like stepping onto the stage and they have the potential, right? But they're not quite proven. I think I think you you probably make a pretty good case there. Is that Digital Extreme should be like anywhere from, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say Bethesda belongs there. Bethesda at number five because Bethesda is an established a very very strong gaming uh, developer that has been putting out things that are consistently rated at some of the best games on the market. 
um, for years now. So you got, you got to leave them where you know, give credit where credit is due. Right. And on that note, I mean, you said a lot of convincing things like Blizzard. They may not be doing flashy stuff right now, but they're doing such a freaking good job. Should we yep. move them to six? Um, I think, I think Blizzard and Digital Extremes can kind of be right there neck and neck because I think they do the same thing. Um, like, I think they're both doing the exact same thing. You could give Blizzard the six simply because they kind of have more of a broad company basis. But then at the same time, I wouldn't give Blizzard a step up because Blizzard is also a subsidiary of Activision. So yeah. it's like, I really appreciate how Digital Extremes is just this small Minnesota-based developer, Canada. whereas Blizzard is a is a giant and they're owned. Yeah, so. yeah they're in London, Ontario. Yep. Canada. Um, okay. So seven Blizzard. Um, I'll be honest. I don't feel like Devolver should be that high, but that might just be because I don't understand them all. I, I, I think leaving Devolver and From at the middle where they're at is kind of a good spot to leave both uh, companies because they do they they're just consistent. It's like you you can't you can't knock uh, tube developers that are so firmly committed to their craft and what they put what they put out. Like Devolver is just completely lock solid on you need to like the the gaming community needs to have a uh, rock solid fun uh cheap games to buy that may just be filler but at the same time some of them they put out are games that people play nonstop. you know it's like they're they're really good at that and i think that they haven't flagged on that one bit and they're only getting better and so i think devolver needs to stay there uh, same thing for from i think from is has developed such a diehard community of fans and not even just a diehard but like community but they've kind of changed the way that a lot of companies approach making third person action games that they need to be left where they're at too look at god of war for instance um you you can't deny that god of war was completely influenced by a dark souls game and can we note that sony just came out with god of war and they're still being such idiots that they're at 12 for us yep God of War consistently ranked by a lot of people as one of the games of the generation and Sony is still kind of in the toilet and people are like, but is God of War that good? Time will tell. All right. So past from, we got Naughty Dog coasting, um, kind of incubating. If we're going to be honest, they're probably going to work yep. forward. They're, they're blow, they'll blow up in a little while here. Then we got the row of shame, Microsoft. Yep. Bottom Sony. five. All right, so 13, 14, 15, or 13 and 14 we need to hash out. Who's worse, Activision or Bungie? I think you're right. I think Activision's worse. Leave Bungie where they're at because I respect the creators on Bungie. I still love them for everything they've given me. I'm mad at them. I will be mad at them for a long time. Um, I actually told Tim about it yesterday. It's um, My disgust with Bungie right now comes from the fact that in the first Destiny, um, I can say of my Guardian that I killed gods. I conquered planets. I proved myself worthy to be called an Iron Lord, like one of the guardians of legend. I did all these different things, and in Destiny 2, I uh, shot a worm. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that, but yeah. And, and, like, and like half of what made Destiny such an appealing game for me, and I can definitely speak for the community, and for so many, like at a certain time, hundreds of thousands to millions of people 
is that it had this lore in this world that even though you were playing a massively multiplayer online game that told you the exact same thing as telling everybody else, it was just telling you, dang it. It was just about you. It's nobody else's you. And they did such a good job of doing that that I still love Bungie, like in the dark depths of my soul, but at the moment, I hate them. Yeah, it's tough. Um, okay, so let's run through it. Fifteen to one. Yeah, we don't um, even need to. We don't even need to list EA. EA sucks. Game over. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna say we, we should probably say whether this is an embarrassing or encouraging position for anyone to be at. Yep. You know, because it's kind of like sports. It's like the really small team could be doing really well to be at like halfway through the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so EA, pure shame. This yep. is pathetic. Pure shame because not only are you the most like they they probably make more money than almost any company on this list right now. No, they do. And Absolutely. they're down at the bottom and reviled, and that sucks. Ugh. Activision, not a whole heck of a lot better, honestly. Nope. Um, Bungie, I think this is a really shameful position for Bungie. They should be better. Yep, they should and be I- so much better. And Bungie is the one, I think, the only one in our bottom five that has the potential of launching themselves up out of that. But it really depends on how this fall goes. Yeah, so 15 EA, 14 Activision, 13 Bungie, 12 Sony. I'd say also embarrassing. Yep, hugely. They'd be lower without God of War. Yep, they they would be down at the bottom. Um, But again... They'd be down at the bottom if they didn't have such a great slew of exclusives, if they hadn't already set up for themselves. Again, their, their main issue is that they're coasting and they don't care. Right. They're, they're, they're turning towards being con- like uh, a lack of consumer friendliness that's just going to kill them in the end. Right. 11, Microsoft. On a macro level, they shouldn't be here. But like, nope. considering recent events, that the fact that they've clawed their way up to 11 is incredible. Yep. Um, it looked hopeless for a while. 10, Naughty Dog. I would say this is not a shameful position for them. They're coasting. I think it's um, solid. But not in a bad way. They're working. They're working hard. Yep, they're they're creating things right now. Business as usual. I think that this is a respectable position, just like they're incubating, things are quiet on their end. Right. It's okay. They need to have that space. From Software, number nine, same thing. They're really working on their game. Like I was listening to a an interview with um, like the head guy over at from, and it's like, they don't even know what the resurrection and life mechanic is. yet. Like this is very early for their game. Oh yeah. It's big, big early, which is like the principle of the game. They're still figuring that out. Um, Devolver. I think this is very respectable doing great business. Doing I'll, great work. I'll have to, I'll have to show you why I respect them so much when I come out to visit. I saw on their website, they have The Gods Will Be Watching, which I've played a little bit, and it's incredible. Yep, it's, again, they, they are dedicated to creating games that aren't, like, they're not AAA level, but they do such a good job at what, they, what they're trying to do that I just love. If I see Devolver in front of, like, a game, I'm like, ah, I kind of might need to get that. Right. Blizzard is doing quite well. They're supporting some really solid and they're in completely polished games. I think Blizzard polish is unrivaled. Um, past that, number six, DE, exploded up the charts in my book. Good for them. Super They're on the map for everybody now. Keep rocking. Now it's, now it's time to deliver. Yep. Um, five, Bethesda. I think you summed it up perfectly. There's a ton of great games out or coming out from them that are a variety of genres, and they have more of their bread and butter coming out. Starfield yep. is at least in the distant future. They're looking good. 
Bethesda has a skybox, or not Bethesda, Elder Scrolls 6 has a skybox painted. So, you know, things are looking pretty strong. Number four, CD Projekt Red. This is this game's going to be incredible. I, I really think so. Getting on, we're going to get on that circle jerk train already. It's it's going to be an incredible game. I'm psyched for it. I can't wait. Number three, Ubisoft. I'm so impressed. Like, just remember, Assassin's Creed Unity wasn't that many years ago, and that summed up their whole company. And now they're the direct opposite. You've got a couple stinkers. Like, I still think Far Cry Five is a fart in the woods. But um, yeah, but that's a relic from five years of development and yep, past, you know, old decisions. Yep. And so I think that they they have nowhere to go but up with their current um, with their current games and their current franchises. So it'll be, it'll keep getting better. I'd love to read more about the un, unsung heroes at Ubisoft. You know, there are like plain Jane, like business people who have made some really smart decisions to like actually invest in the games that they've built. And we're right. never going to know their names. I just want another Watch Dogs. I'm ready for that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I want one so bad. Watch Dogs 2 was the far and away like unforeseen hit that I played that I was just in love with for the time that I played it. So give me an idea. I adored it. Yep. I even adored playing one. I went back and played one and I loved it despite its flaws. I don't know if I've got the time or the willingness to do that. And I, and more importantly, I don't think I've got the, the funds that I want to spend to go and do that. I've got yeah, too many games to play right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so. not a must play. Right. Um, number two, Nintendo. Look at this. Number two, Nintendo. Twelve, Sony. Yep. Eleven, Microsoft. Get, get just get wrecked by the the glory that is Nintendo's like steady commitment to being the most loved game, like probably the most loved gaming publisher in the world. Absolutely. Like, find one person who can't stand Nintendo, and I'll tell them you're probably lying. And if you look like two years ago, like just before the Switch, yep. I think we'd probably have them at dead last. Oh, yeah. Wii U was bad. Wii U was bad. And it would be worse than even EA. Yep. So, and they're trumped only by Epic, who is at least currently unstoppable. And you could, and you could even, you could even make the argument for Nintendo that the reason that they just were such in a toilet for Wii U, the Wii U was like a product tester for whether or not they could make the Switch happen. Yeah, and fortunately they learned from it. Exactly. Yeah, so Epic, number one, I think they're just, the speed with which they're updating and the crazy creative stuff that they're doing is just insane. It's not really a game for me. I've played it. I don't really want to spend the time to get good. Nope. I respect people who are good. Holy crap. Like, yep, very much so. an incredible so. set of skills to think in that 3D space, but based on like your creation versus their creation. It's not just like, titanfall where you're fighting in a pre-defined space like you're creating your space it's crazy um i think i think it's gonna take probably like a year or two for epic to slow down <laughs> yeah i mean it, at this point in time the game's kind of theirs to lose you know it's they're they're gonna either keep that momentum going or at some point it's gonna stall out something's gonna go bad i don't think people will get bored though it's too good of a business model so I'd say let's wrap up by maybe touching on who we expect to move up or down. Yeah, totally. Um, I think Ubisoft could actually move up just when yep. Nintendo has a quieter holiday minus Smash. Yep, I think Ubisoft, I think Odyssey is positioned to kind of be a critical darling this this uh, this fall. 
Um, I'm going to stand by that. Everything they've talked about it so far looks like it's a game that could be really, really enjoyable. So I think Ubisoft could move up. Um, I think CD Projekt Red are going to move down just on the fact that we're not going to hear anything from them for quite yep. a while. I think they, they've generated some hype, um, but they're probably going to sink a little bit back down, probably pa- probably beyond and past Naughty Dog would be my guess. Yeah, just to be quiet. Like, just because they're just going to be quiet, um, which Naughty Dog is going to jump up as soon as Last of Us 2 starts getting screened again. Right. I think Bethesda is kind of a coin toss. It depends on how 76 comes out. Uh, and how good Rage 2 comes out. I really? completely forgot about Rage 2. Yeah, I think it could go either way for yep. them. Yep. Um, DE, I also think it could go either way. I would actually expect them to kind of go backwards for just a little bit, just because it's going to be a while yep. before these expansions come out, and they're going to be quieter. Um, they're they're going to enjoy their their hype for a little while. Um, but again, yeah, you're totally right. That's going to quiet down a little bit. People are going to stop being as excited about it. They'll forget about it until people start posting things like. Wow, Fortuna is way better than any of Destiny's worlds. Then everybody's going to go, ooh, you know, stir in the pot again, are we? And then go and try it. <laughs> right. I expect Blizzard to hold steady. Just, yep. They don't have anything new. They're just doing such a good job with what they got. The only way that Blizzard could possibly, like, jump up in this category is if by some act of God a new uh, Diablo game was announced. Oh, yeah. That's, That's the only crazy. way it could move up, and I doubt that'll ever happen. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They're kind of at a spot where, like, StarCraft's done, Diablo's probably done. They need a new game. Oh, Diablo, I, yeah, they 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 could make another Diablo pretty easily. I've just heard that it's so quiet. Like, the guy yep. who basically, like, he stayed on until he perfect, like, in his mind, perfected Diablo 3 and then left. Yep. There's really not a whole lot else you could do to make the game better apart from just making new classes. And even if then, you- it's like... It'd be more fun, but yep. yeah, it wouldn't be crazy, and they would spend so much money on it. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. Yep, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Devolver, I think, also stays roughly around there. Yep, stays around there. Um, I don't think they're going to move anywhere. Uh, if anything, only move down. But even then, I, they're not going to be able to do anything that completely just loses steam and makes them just a bad company because they're not at their core. Like right. their their core concept is just too good to rate them lower. Right. They could just be passed simply because other companies are on yep. fire. Yep, like, and um, Devolver will be perfectly content with that. Right, from software, Naughty Dog, both of those. You know, we need to learn more about those games for those to move up. Hmm. Um, I think Microsoft might have peaked until next gen. Yep, I think that they're going to hit that point. They're never going to move past where they're at right now. Um, there, there's not a whole lot for them to promise or improve on. And I think Sony actually stays where they are too. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, dude. The only way that Sony could move up for me is if they drop their bullshit on cross console play. Yeah, and then and that's Microsoft's and that's strong. what Microsoft's leveraging against them right now. They're saying, "Hey, we're doing it. Are you going to do it?" Like, it's very much a uh, like kind of a standoff. Right. So we'll see what happens. Bungie, I think there's a chance that they move up quite a bit of spots, but it's going to be. Oh, it would require a home run. Yep. Forsaken has to be better than the Taken King for it to be that that good for them. And from what I've seen of it, I don't know. And then Activision and EA, I literally can't think of, like, they're just so stuck in their ways. I don't see them budging. Nope. I don't think they ever will. Like, Bungie could go lower than them if we're just completely, like, 
horrified by what they give us. But. And I don't think it'll be horrifying enough to put them with the likes of EA. Yeah, I don't think so. Nothing could be that horrifying. So there we go. Do you want to read it off one through fifteen? Uh, yeah, I can go go ahead and do that. Let me pop open my uh, iPad here really quick. I was reclining. So number one, Epic with uh, their Fortnite showings. Number two, Nintendo with their incredible exclusives, the great cross-platform play in the Switch. Um, Ubisoft three with their dedication of their consumers and their fans. CD Projekt Red with that hype train coming along really strong. Uh, Bethesda at number five with their enduring franchises and their dedication to always coming up with new things. Uh, Digital Extremes, number six, because they are a you know newcomer and have nothing but greatness to prove or weakness to show off. Um, Blizzard for being Blizzard, Devolver, and From and Seven, Eight, Nine respectively for just being solid and standard and not going anywhere. Um, Ten, Naughty Dog for kind of being at a quiet spot. Uh, 11, Microsoft for somehow clawing their way back up from shame. Sony for, you know, sitting their butt on the pot and not doing anything about it. Uh, 13 to Bungie for accidentally making a deal with the devil that is Activision at number 14. And then 15 is EA um, Electronic Ass. So there we have it. There we go. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to revisiting this like six months from now. Heck yeah, man. I think that'll be a good conversation. All right. Well, that's us signing off then. This is uh, Trevor Conman. Uh, we will see you guys probably next week. Adios. Hey, later.